Welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast by Focus on the Family Singapore. Family life can be crazy and chaotic. So join us as we figure it out together. Hello and welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast. My name is Aaron Ng and I'm your host for this episode. In each episode of the Parent Ed Podcast, we'll be tackling questions that parents are asking about family life, parenting, marriage, work life, and much, much more. We'll be speaking with everyday parents and practitioners as they share with us their personal experience and practical ideas. We hope that you'll keep tuning in to learn from us and to grow personally in your journey as parents. There's a rising trend of men being more involved in their families as loving husbands and involved fathers. Gone are the days when married men just bring home the dough and leave their wives to deal with all things to do with the family. As encouraging as this has been, there seems to be more discussion on the needs and struggles of moms than of dads. In this episode, we want to understand more about the experiences of dads in this area. What are their struggles and dilemmas? Do they deal with guilt and insecurities too? Joining me today are two fathers, James and Jason. James is married for seven years and has three children, aged five, two and a half, and two months old. Both James and his wife are in the business of developing human capital using tools like Gallup's Clifton Strengths Finder. And James is also a community builder and serves as the vice chair of the residence network in his estate. Jason is married for 12 years to Ruth. They have two children, uh, age eight and six years old. The couple is passionate about helping people and organizations realize their potential. Jason's also a PE teacher in a secondary school. Welcome, James and Jason, to the Parent Ed Podcast. Hi. Thanks for having us, Aaron. Yeah, Welcome. thank you. So, James and Jason, uh, you know, maybe you'd like to share a little bit about how has fathering been for you during this uh, circuit breaker season? Well, um, yeah, I'll share first. I think uh, it has been quite challenging, to be honest. Uh, so, our third child, I was just born just before circuit breaker. So we had a confinement nanny uh, during the first month, but uh, she, she left uh, after 28 days. And then I was just left with uh, my wife and myself uh, to manage two kids. And with the social distancing measures that are in place, uh, we couldn't rely on the, the typical help we usually get uh, from my family and uh, my in-laws. So having young kids, uh, five, two and a half, and uh, a newborn uh, was challenging. Uh, but I think my wife and I managed to adjust our parenting uh, expectations and styles and uh, the daily routines uh, to, to make it work. Uh, but it, I think we've come into a, a steady rhythm uh, after like the last six weeks. So I think it's been uh, relatively good to see how we were able to work with each other and then with the kids as well uh, because the adjustments for the two kids uh, to a new addition to the family. And they have come on board uh, to be of great help. Uh, to my wife and I as well. Thanks, James. How about you, Jason? Well, um, it, it was a bit of an adjustment. Um, it's 24-7 with the kids and uh, and very little space to go out. And, uh, you know, like go for a run and uh, a walk and a stroll. Um, yeah, but uh, I think the one of the biggest uh, adjustments we had to make was how the boundaries seem to have blurred um, with work. Because, um, you know, you have meetings set up and then work comes in and then you, you need to clear the work and you don't know whether is it, uh, should I get this done or should I attend to the kids? Uh, usually you are physically at work and then 
you know, when you come back, it's easier to switch to that mode where you're just all focused on the family, right? Uh, but um, yeah, in this case, it's a little bit harder. And then sometimes, uh, I think with this work at from home arrangement, um, even the people running the meetings, it <laughs> well, the time timelines are a bit blurred, so it's hard to stick uh, by a certain time frame. So I, I hear from you, Jason, that it seems that, you know, before COVID, before Circuit Breaker, there were boundaries, in a sense, uh, set because of our schedules, whether we had to go to work, uh, there's boundaries because we can leave the home. But now it seems that, you know, the boundaries are blurred and everything kind of like mixes together. Do you find that, you know, that uh, this combination of uh, work, financial uh, you know, pressures, or even like parenting, how, how it all comes together has made a little bit more complicated for that? Um, I would think so. I think I'm fortunate enough not to uh, be struggling with uh, meet, like a meeting a sales uh, target, for example. Uh, I would imagine that would be a quite, quite tough uh, a thing to do in, in this time and age. But just the pressure of work, uh, meeting the deadlines and, and then having kids that are also adjusting to staying at home all the time, not getting to see their friends or running out and playing. Uh, I think it can be quite pressurizing. Uh, yeah. And maybe I just want to add on and add on to that a little bit. Uh, I think for my wife and I, uh, so we run our own company. Uh, and I think that gave us a bit of flexibility uh, to look at what was happening in the home front and on the work front. Because uh, on the work front, a lot of uh, the clients that we had and the different uh, events that we had lined up uh, was sort of put on hold because of uh, many companies not knowing like when we're actually going to be able to have those engagements. And so Marv and I decided that I think work will really have to just stop for now. Uh, it have been crazy to try to handle the three kids and then uh, continue to push uh, for online webinars or like to do uh, coaching sessions online as with what many of the people in the industry are doing. Uh, and our question was, you know, do you want to lose out on these opportunities? Uh, do you want to, Finances are going to drop, obviously, uh, with the lack of our revenue coming in. Um, but we sort of had to make that call uh, and ask, you know, what's going to what's going to give uh, at the end of the day? Uh, is it going to be sleep? Is it going to be our sanity? Is it going to be the the kind of uh, tension that's going to build up in the marriage uh, and in the home uh, if we're trying to juggle like more than we can manage? And so it was uh, a tough decision, uh, but we decided that you know to make use of the, the two months uh, to just really focus on our family uh, and to just say, tell the different clients that we are engaging with to say, hey, we need to relook uh, the timelines and let's perhaps pick this up uh, in the second half of the year. Hmm. Thanks, James, for, for sharing that. I think, you know, when you are running your own business, especially you put the expectations on yourself, right? Yeah. That there's certain kind of goals that you want to meet for the year, whether it's financial goals or even meeting your clients' uh, needs during this time. Were you able to express how you were feeling uh, openly with your, your wife or even with people around you, with your clients maybe? I think we were very open with them. Uh, we shared with them uh, the situation that we, we were in uh, with the newborn, uh, with the fact that we do not have uh, additional help around the house. And uh, with it's not like business as usual because previously you would rely on uh, external help. Uh, my relatives uh, who are retired, uh, they help with the kids a fair bit. Uh, and so when, when that is gone, and I think many people understand the challenges of uh, having young children 
So many of them were saying, okay, let's uh, relook at the timelines and uh, when we can have those engagements. So I think being, being frank and honest rather than try to just please your clients and, and suffer on the family front and be drowning, I think that really helped. Huh? Do you think that you, during this period, also have a, a mental like a burden or a load you know, on yourself that sometimes that you are not being able to do well at work or with the family? Is there a, that tension do you feel? Maybe not for James, but for Jason, do you, do you feel that you are able to balance uh, that well this season? It's doable because of the nature of my job. But, uh, but it's, it's also crazy because, um, you know, I have to prepare for lessons. I know a lot of teachers who are saying that, hey, you know, I'm, I'm trying to manage my class remotely. Um, at the same time, I have my kid struggling with their own HBL, their own learning. And then uh, where do I go right now? How do I manage this? I, I think because everyone's in it together, um, we are pulling um, our own weight and we are all trying. Um, well, it, it has been manageable. Uh, but do you think as... As men, you know, uh, do we kind of compartmentalize sometimes our roles? Like I am an employee now and I tick all the boxes of being a good employee. And, and then when I'm home, I'm a father. Then I just tick all the boxes, just do what I need to do. And I'm a husband. Or can it be such that we can actually be, you know, a dad all the time and be, be a good dad at, at, at as well? I think that's, um, that's quite key. Uh, where you see that role as a father that uh, spans across all all of your all of your life uh, in whatever it is that you're doing because uh, it shapes the decisions that you make I think even in the workplace so whether the choice to to be working late uh, when you know something else is happening at home uh, where your wife might be struggling or in terms of just uh, finances so I think one of the the things that people struggle with is uh, financial pressures or like work responsibilities and people find that they're stuck in their jobs and they feel like they can't move because of the different financial commitments they've made and then therefore this job is needed to sustain that lifestyle but if we really take uh, the, the perspective that being a father is more central and always evaluating asking like what does the family need what does my wife need what the kids need and how does work for an important part of my life but it's not all of my life and how can i be even thinking about either a different role in a company or even a different company where the culture and the pace of work in the industry might be more suited to the stage of family life that i am in right now if we come to recognize that centrality of of the following role then it helps inform the decisions that you make in the other areas of your life I would agree with uh, Jabes. I think my role as a father is, is central, but uh, I, I also see the rest as uh, is integral. So my role as a, a worker in the workforce uh, and uh, all the other things, um, I, I think one of the greatest things I can pass on to my kids is perhaps how I model these roles that I play in front of them. Because, um, you know, I'm also a child to someone else, like my parents, right? And um, my work ethics, when my boss is asking for something, how, how do I juggle between my family? Showing them that, hey, you guys are important, but this is important too. So it's a fair bit of juggling act. And especially with uh, my role as a husband, it, I, I think it confers a lot of value to the children um, in the way 
uh, how I treat my wife, right? So um, I, it's a huge juggling act. Um, it's not easy, but um, it has to be integral, if you ask me. Every portion plays a part. Yeah. So how have you discovered or grown in your identity as a, as a father so far? Like, what has helped you? I think this is something that has been, uh, that sort of like goes back to maybe when I was a teen. Uh, because I was also sort of like looking at my dad and asking a lot of questions about his own parenting style at the point of time, being a teen, uh, being a bit rebellious and like not exactly liking his style made me question whether that was the way to go uh, in terms of how he was running the family. And also looking at other people, other families, you know, when you, you get to observe them a little bit more and sort of asking uh, if I would have a family of my own one day, uh, what would it be like? What would my role be like? And I think my own faith also informs uh, that a little bit. So the culture that we're in in Singapore, our own experience of our own families, uh, observing the, the close ones around us and seeing how they, they parent and how family life is like, uh, gives us ideas or like options for how we pick and choose. And I think it's really the, the influences around us. So like the friends that you surround yourself with, I think we find that their choices that they make often impact ours. So for example, like, with Jason and his choice to, he, he did a sabbatical, uh, a no pay sabbatical to just uh, take time off. And that influenced one of our other friends uh, to sort of opt for a similar six month no pay leave uh, to just spend time and be with the family. And, you know, like to say that if somebody can do it, it's possible. That gives us the, both the courage and the inspiration uh, yeah, to, to do likewise. So I, I hear you, you know, that you are saying that it's a kind of philosophy of parenting that there is no one size fits all. You kind of learn from some, you, you know, you pick up the good stuff, you, you kind of like uh, learn from others. Jason? Um, my journey as a father has, uh, didn't take a no normal path, if you ask me. So I always saw my uh, role as a father as a protector, kind of like a fun guy, you know, the physical play. I'm in charge of that. I'm the leader of the family. I set boundaries, give a safe environment, the one who confers value, values, right, uh, and all that. Um, but recently, I, I fell ill, rather ill, and uh, I almost died, in fact. And um, uh, I had a blood infection. So um, as a result of that, I'm now a double amputee. Uh, so I had to ask myself very honest questions, like how do, what would my role be? How do I protect, given my situation? I'm still learning how to walk on my prosthesis, the physicality. What about the round housing that my son loves? How do I confer value? Uh, will they even listen? But what I found um, helpful was um, the space that uh, I, I think my wife uh, teamed up with me and then she gave a lot of space for me to exercise my leadership. She would ask me on my opinion in front of the kids where I sometimes would be caught unaware, you know, and then he, she, she might just go, hey, what does daddy think in this situation? Um, just inviting me to step up again. So in the sense, I had the chance to overcome the insecurities with the physical disability. Again, practicing uh, that exercising of the leadership, of the leadership um, being a leader of the household. Yeah, so I had to relearn that again. And um, I, I think it's been great, if you ask me. It wasn't easy, but... It's, it's panning out well. So, yeah. Wow. Thank you, Jeans and Jason. And, you know, it's uh, been said that men value their personal time in a sense like a, a man cave or a cave time for yourself. So how much do you have to invest of your own personal time and space and, you know, at the same time, 
loving your wife, taking care of the family, making sure everything is all worked up. Were you able to have that space uh, to, to be by yourself, to just, uh, just relax? I think if uh, both of us are honest, I think it's, it's very tough uh, to, to be doing that uh, when everybody's home uh, 24-7. Uh, and for myself, uh, with the three young kids, I think if I were to do that and tell my wife, uh, I'm going after to have my cave time and <laughs> you handle the three young kids on your own, I don't think that would have gone down very well. And so I think there was, it's just really looking at the situation every day and like the, the state of the kids. You know, there's some days where everybody's happy and they're playing well uh, and it's easy. Other days with the weather, the heat and sibling like squabbles, uh, yelling the house down, things like that. You just sort of realize that, okay, it's time to step up and you, you got to give like 110% or, or more, you know. Uh, but I, we also realize that it's reading each other the, as husband and wife team seeing how the other person is doing and thankfully it's usually not both of us that's going to crash at the same time usually it's one person that's feeling the the toll and the strain and, and the tightness a bit more and then we'll look at the other person and say hey you know like why don't you you take a like 15 minute or like half an hour nap and then you come back and i'll just like hold the fort uh till then so i think it's also recognizing ourselves just in case if we're not doing well and then we're just trying to like soldier on I think it leads to uh, worse outcomes because there'll be like a flaring up or like you start getting angsty and you start yelling at the kids, then that's not going to be helpful for anybody. So when there's need to take the cave time, then uh, I would also like just raise it with my wife. In, in my case, um, I, I do value the cave time quite a fair bit. Um, and my kids are a little bit older, so it's easier to tell my wife, hey, you know, can I go out and grab a cup of coffee? Um, I may take more than 45 minutes even though it's a five-minute walk away. Um, but it, it's, it's just that opportunity to walk um, and spend some uh, alone time just to decompress and then just to reflect on, hey, you know, how have I been handling the interactions at, ho at home? Um, any one of them, do they need their own alone time? And yeah, so that has been very precious. Uh, and my wife, uh, we take turns buying our coffees. Yeah, you mentioned about your, having that own time, that personal time. Um, but men also have been found to be less likely to reach out to others for help you know, compared to their wives, right? Um, does this play out for yourself or even with your friends? Um, do you, you know, when you face a problem, do you uh, find someone to, to confide in besides your wife? Or like, do you have a, a buddy that you can turn to? Uh, I think for myself, it's been quite... I'm quite thankful that there's a community. So actually, uh, Jason and uh, another friend, we have a little community that sort of like has opportunity to chat uh, and to be to be frank and honest. Actually, Jason's been a little bit of a, a leader in this community where he's gone ahead of us in the journey. He's he's gotten married a lot earlier. His kids are a bit older, and so like we've been just watching him, I guess, a little bit and learning from him along the way and seeing how he negotiates the different uh, challenges and difficulties. And because he's willing to be honest and vulnerable about both the challenges and but also some of the things that they've tried out, what's worked, what's not, uh, that's given the rest of us uh, who who share this community of him the ability to to learn and to to then be honest about our own struggles. So Jason, you know, uh, it seems that James is like saying that you have learned this, you have you have walked the path. But for yourself, uh, who do you turn to then, or where where do you find that inspiration from? Or? I must agree that. Um... For guys, or at least for me, it's easy to stonewall, to to pull away, and just to 
you know, find my own corner and sock even just just trying to manage myself, right? Um, but I, I think at the start of my journey, I have, uh, I have the privilege of uh, a group of friends who are also fathers. And then um, we bounce ideas, opinions, methods, you know. I think parenting is like a philosophy. You must have your own brand um, of uh, parenting styles, your own approach. And then you, got, you need to ask yourself why. And it was really helpful to have that group of friends who would throw out ideas and say, hey, why, why don't you try this idea? You know, it worked with my kids. I don't know whether it will work with yours, but it might work. And then, you know, here I am going, like, hey, you know, that's, that's a good idea. And um, yeah, so we, we had a lot of these conversations, uh, jogging and running around, exercising and just spending guy time. Um, and that, that laid the nice uh, foundation for me to, or rather gave me access to a group of friends who were easy to reach out to. And now it's over chat, well, given the COVID situation, it's over the chat groups and all that. Yeah. So what is one thing you would like to encourage the fathers who are listening in? You know, maybe especially dads who feel that, you know, I think I did a lousy job so far. What is one thing you can say to them to encourage them? Okay, I'll go first then, James. <laughs> um, I'll say keep trying. Keep trying. Um, keep revising your parenting philosophy. I don't think we can ever get it right. But it's the idea where you revisit, um, ask, ask for ideas, especially with people that you trust. Uh, and you do your best to collaborate, especially with your wife, um, by inviting her uh, into the journey with you. Sometimes I think the wives are already the journey of parenting, a little bit ahead of us sometimes even. Just by inviting her back, hey, you know, uh, I'm going to try this. What do you think? I think it opens up uh, another door for you. It usually turns out better than, than what it is in front of you. Uh, for myself, I think I would like to be able to tell dads that be kind to yourself. Uh, it, it is a journey. I'm not a perfect father, not a perfect husband, but where we are able to discover more of ourselves uh, in the process and in the journey. And it's recognizing that everybody's style and experience is going to be different. It's quite pressurizing when you try to compare because you're, you're looking at another family and you're looking, wow, this, this father's like great at like this kind of play or like the way he engages his kids or the way he tells stories. But then you look at yourself and you realize, oh, I'm not much of a storyteller or I'm not much of a sportsman. And it's being true to yourself, I think, being true to uh, your personality, your makeup, your interests, and then also recognizing your kids are going to be different from some of the, another family's kids uh, and the way that you engage them, the kind of activities that you do, uh, the language you use, the, the, the things that would bring a good dynamic between the parent and child. Uh, and so it's taking time to, to tweak along the way to get ideas like Jason said, you know, like you, you try out, you revise your, your parenting philosophy and you, you try to remember that it's meant to be life-giving. So this whole fathering journey is not meant to like just suck the life out of us. But if we are really struggling, it is normal. But the struggle and the revisions and coming to a good place where you come to appreciate yourself and your kids for who they are and then finding a good, good dynamic and a good norm uh, that your family operate in so that it brings joy to yourself as a father and to your kids to be fathered by you. Wow. Thank you, James and Jason. You know, that's all the time we have for this episode. Uh, we really appreciate the time that you've taken to be with us. And I just want to wish both of you a happy Father's Day in advance. We really want to affirm you for the role that you're playing. And, you know, it's so precious that 
how you are also being an example to the brothers around you, right? You say this community of dads that you have, yeah, you have, yeah continue to, to keep at it. Um, you know, Focus on the Family is running a Father's Day campaign from the 11th to the 22nd of June. So do visit our website at www.family.org.sg slash strongerwithdad for resources and activities to appreciate and affirm the dads in our midst. There's also a digital activity that children can do to present a report card to their dads. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Do click the subscribe button to be updated for the next episode of the Parent Ad Podcast and help us to share this with other parents as well. This has been Aaron for the Parent Ad Podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy, and have a great week with your family.